Some of the most significant things you do in this world, nobody will ever know about, and you won't make any money doing them. That's what we'll be talking about today on this episode of In the Meanwhile. Hello and welcome to another episode of In the Meanwhile. I'm Les Hughes and this is my wife Paige. And thank you for spending a few uh, minutes with us today. We hope you're having a, a great day and will be blessed by the things that we're going to be sharing today. Paige? Uh, the last few weeks, we've really been trying to figure out how to jump on top of some of our debt. Um, we have four children and we've put them all through college and we've got some things that we have a vision for doing. And so we've really tried to figure out how we can make um, the most of what we do and, and to be able to make a few extra dollars here or there. And I told Les, the most frustrating thing in the world to me is the things that I have done all of my life and what I have um, invested my life in, they're just not revenue producing. Things like being a mom and, and, and being even a Bible teacher many times, whether it's at church or whether it's on the, the internet writing different things and things like being a friend or a counselor that's a lay counselor, none of those things actually bring a monetary value to it. And yet, there is huge value in what I've invested my life in. So I told Les when we started talking about what we would do, our podcast and our um, vlogs and things on, one of the things I felt was um, something I've heard over and over recently is how many, especially women, feel like what they do doesn't matter financially, and yet what they do has huge value. And that's not just true of moms, that can be true of coaches that coach on a little league team or people that work in a church. And so many of those things that we don't see a financial gain from have huge value. Mm -hmm. Now, for, for everybody that may be thinking more like me, and you know that the things that that just, just for example, whatever, whichever parent may, may be a stay-at-home parent or spend a lot of time at home, maybe, even you, maybe you even work out of the home, um, here's the deal. You cannot put a price tag on a lot of those. And if you did, remember the, remember the story. Um, I was in an article or something several years ago where the mom actually tallied up. We're going to talk her about pay. that in a few yeah, minutes. Yeah, good. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you've got that because that, that's a real eye-opener. Yeah. So we've had these conversations before, and I know that there you can put a number on, on some of the things that you've done through the years, but a lot of the things you cannot, right. such as being a close friend or an ear for somebody to speak right. to or a shoulder even for somebody to... to uh, cry on, or even to do battle with someone on yeah, our knees. Absolutely. Those things have an eternal value. Right. You, you literally cannot put an earthly price tag on them. So we're, we're going to uh, give several examples today 
of uh, just how that how that happens and what it looks like and what the value is. <clears throat> and we'll tell you in, in just a moment why. And before I forget, we're doing something a little bit new. So we've we're, we're producing more things these days and hope and and we want to make it available for anyone who may be blessed by it. So this particular episode is going to be it's uh, sponsored by your story in his story. And your story in his story is a 52-week study, that, a journey really, that goes all the way through the Bible from Genesis to Revelation. We produce that in order to hopefully be a, a supplement tool for anybody that's reading through the Bible in this year. And if you're reading through the Bible, or even if you're not, and you want to look at the biblical narrative from the very beginning, in fact, before the beginning, because God's eternal, all the way until God says, that's it, I'm wrapping all this up in eternity future, um, then that's, that, that uh, course is called Your Story in His Story. We'll put a link on, this, um, uh, on the show notes, or we'll put it, if you're watching this, the video version, we'll put it uh, on YouTube as well for you to link to, but it's called Your Story in His Story, and it's really following the plan, God's plan of redemption all through the scripture as a unified whole. So there you go. So the reason that we want you to be blessed by by this video or by this podcast, if you're listening to it on the road somewhere, is that much of what you do and, and probably some of what you do that you wonder if anybody ever knows or if there's ever going to be any reward for you. I promise you that much of those things will have their own rewards. Some on this earth and some even better than that. That's right. And so Paige is going to share an example of someone from Scripture that, that did something that seems like it's done in private with no eyes on her. But in fact, the one who was most important was watching every single step. That's right. There's a biblical example of a lady by the name of Hagar. And Hagar was actually the, um, the maidservant of Sarah. And you may be familiar with Abraham and Sarah, but Abraham and Sarah were very discouraged because God had promised to bring the nation through them. And yet here they were getting older and Sarah had not had a child. And so they really, I say they doubted. I don't know that they doubted. They were just kind of like us and took things into their own hands. And specifically, Sarah offered her maidservant for Abraham to be with. And that maidservant, Hagar, conceived and gave birth to a son. That son's name is Ishmael. And during that time that she was pregnant, Sarah uh, felt like that Hagar's spirit had turned. And so Sarah began to treat Hagar harshly. And so there was, there was a point in time where Hagar just ran away. And when she ran away, God spoke to her in the wilderness where she ran and reminded her that he saw her and he knew where she was and he knew what she was going through. And yet she, God had a purpose in her life and he told her to go back to Abraham and Sarah's home to go back into that position and that God would do great things through the child that she was to bear. Now you and I both know that eventually uh, Ishmael and Hagar again were sent away once he was older um, because God gave the promised son Isaac 
through Sarah. And that's where we trace the, the lineage that God blessed through. But I want you to understand that God didn't just throw away Hagar and her son. That's right. God had a purpose and a plan for their life. And God saw them. She, matter of fact, she identifies God as the God who sees. Yeah. The God who sees, and he sees us. You know, I don't know where you are in your pilgrimage with the Father right now. You may be at the very beginning, and you may be saying, look, you don't understand, Paige. You don't understand. I have been through terrible circumstances. Where was God when I? And I want you to know God isn't blind. He saw you. But there are hard things that happen in all of our lives. And his grace is still there with us and for us. And I can't explain, especially not in a video form, all of the reasons that hard things and bad things happen to good people or to people in general. But I can tell you this, our all-knowing, sovereign God sees you. He loves you, and he has a purpose for your life. And so whether you ever make a dime or not, Doing what you do, if God has called you to it, there's a purpose behind it. And as a mom, a wife, a dad, a coach, a civic leader, a teacher, whoever you are, you may or may not be compensated financially for what you're worth. But you need to understand there are so many things much bigger than money. And that is a huge part of why it's important for you to understand that you have value even if you're never given a paycheck month to month. That's right. And that's not to diminish our, um, we, we, we acknowledge that we need finances. Oh, absolutely. We need re every, everybody does to some degree yes. from, from somewhere. But we also acknowledge that we know where it comes from. That's right. And no matter who right. our employer might be and no matter who might be supplying for that day, it all comes from the That's Father. Right. It, it really does. Yeah. And, uh, and the thing we say often is money is a tool, mm -hmm. but it makes a terrible God. Yeah. So using it as a That's tool, right. it is what it is. Mm -hmm. You've got to have money to live, but it makes a terrible God and a terrible thing to worship and mm -hmm. serve. And some people believe that falsely, uh, although with, with good intentions, believe the Bible says that money is the root of all evil. It does not say that. No, it Never. It says that the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. Right. And it truly is. So we, we love things that, that resource, that wealth can accomplish. Mm -hmm. We do. We love it when we have enough to go see our kids that live on the other Far side away. of the world. That's right. That's <laughs> yeah. right. We, we love it when we can use it to, to get gifts for the people we care about or to provide, just as you said, our, our, our college, the college education for our kids. <laughs> Which, by the way, if you've got <clears throat> four, that's a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, or going to the doctor or the dentist. But it, it's a tool. It's, yeah. it's a tool. So here's the thing that we want you to remember first. We've got some, some lessons that we'd like to, to leave you with on this. But just remember that this goes for the good and the bad. But you never have to wonder whether God sees you or sees what you do. Folks, he sees it all, That's right. every bit of it. Let me share some scripture with you, all right? This comes from Galatians chapter 6, verse 9. And the apostle Paul is speaking to the church or writes to the church. And he says, let us not grow weary in doing good. Pause for a second. We both know people that are just tired. Yes. 
of doing good or tired of doing anything. Um, maybe, maybe it's a, we would say it's a, it's a thankless job on the earth or nobody, they don't get recognition or they're always on call, always giving, giving, giving and nothing pouring in. They're just tired. And so he says, don't grow, don't grow tired when you're doing those good things. Why? Because, or for, in due season, that's important as well. In due season, maybe not right away, maybe not when you'd like for it to happen, but in the right season, in due season, we will reap. That means we'll reap a harvest or we'll reap a reward if we do not give up. Okay, now think just for a second. First of all, be persistent. Don't give up. <clears throat> that that reward or the or the or the product or the uh, the the return on your on your investment of of your time or service or help or or, or sacrifice <clears throat> it may be just around the corner. Today might be tomorrow might be the day that I see the full harvest from what I've sown. So if I give up today. I'm one day short. That's right. So we never know when that day might be. So we just don't give up. Think about that analogy for a second. Think about a farmer placing that seed in the ground. He can scream and holler for that seed to grow all he wants to. But you know when that seed is going to produce a harvest? In due season. That's right. It's going to be in due season. So that's the comparison. Also, Second Chronicles 16.9 reads, For the eyes of the Lord, it's one of my favorites, For the eyes of the Lord roam to and fro over all the earth, not just because he wants to see, so that he may strongly support those whose heart is completely his. Amen. So is your heart completely his? If so, he is watching not just so that he can spy on you or zap you, but because he wants to strongly support you with his mighty right hand. That's right. You know, you don't have to take our word for the value <clears throat> of a, a, a thankless job. Uh, according to insure.com, they have an estimate of the average mom who spends 40 hours a week with 52 weeks a year taking care of her kids the mean hourly wage for such a job of, as a child care worker at $11.10 an hour adds up to $23,088 annually. However, it goes on to say, but other mom tasks include serving as a chauffeur, a cook, a nurse, a homework helper, accountant, private detective, necessary to find out whether the ki- what the kids are up to, and of, of course, and when all the numbers are added up, the total comes to $65,283.81. There you go. Now, that's according to insure.com. But now I'm going to go on ahead because the other one is salary.com. I like this one much better. It says last year it has the value of a stay-at-home a stay at home mom is actually $118,905. According to insure.com, mom's highest paid tasks mm-hmm. are accounting and private investigating, jobs that pay each about $25 an hour. And over um, at salary.com, moms are credited with the work and wages of a CEO, psychologist, 
uh, facilities manager, which pays $32 to $39 out and up to $54 an hour, respectively. So therefore, you know, when you look at what your value is, it's not always the way you feel. Mm-hmm. Feelings are fickle, mm-hmm. and they will lie to you. Yeah. And you need to keep in mind that when you pour your life into others, it may not give a monetary reward here on earth, but it is accounted for in heaven. And one day, if you have Christ in your heart, if you've believed on the Lord Jesus Christ and been saved, we're going to heaven and we're going to bank on what we've already put in. And I look forward to that day because, y'all, it's not just what we do here that matters. And we may, hey, look, listen, our philosophy is may the last check bounce. You know, <laughs> we're not tied to this earth and we're not tied to the things of the earth. We're tied to our heavenly home and our heavenly father. And so those of you that feel like even maybe you do get a check daily or weekly or monthly, you need to remember that your reward is not what you put in the bank. Your reward is eternal. And what we do for eternity is the thing that truly lasts. That's a great word there. Um, we'll, we'll wrap this up in just a moment. And Paige, I want you to share what you were going to share, and, and then we'll, we'll sign off. But before that, I um, was with a group, uh, just to illustrate this, okay, I was with a, a group that I'm a part of a mastermind group with just this past weekend, and our, our mentor and our coach in that process had a great exercise for us. And we didn't know why he was asking us to do this exercise until after the fact. So he had us all take several minutes and look over our calendars for the last year, January to December. And we looked over all of the cal- calendar and he had us put on, a, on our sheet of paper, whatever we're writing on, on the left side, a column that, were, that said negative or positive, And on the right side, a column that said negative. And he said, I want you to go through your calendar, go through every single month. And I want you to look at the names and the events in that calendar. And then put it on either the positive side or the negative side. Go ahead and do that. And so each of us went and went through every single month. And when we were done, most of us had more, fortunately, <laughs> had things. You don't, you don't think about this at the time. You think about the negative. But there was way more positive than negative. And then he said, okay, pull out the top 20% of, of your positive experiences. And this would have been true about the top, about, about all of mine, almost all of mine. And he said, Put, them, put, them, put out there what they write, write a category or, what they, or describe what they are. And um, I read those to you just, mm-hmm. just last night. And overwhelmingly, the things that gave me the most joy as I read through them were the names of the people with whom I had mostly long-lasting relationships Sorry. with. Long-lasting relationships. And the positive, and, and I don't think there was payday one on that list. <laughs> I don't think there was anything that, that we really actually got paid for on that list. Mm-hmm. It was a wonderful exercise to go through there. And then our, our, uh, our mentor, our coach said, now you need to be doing more of those things. 
because those are the things that you that, that really you can value the most. What a great word that was. What an, and it was also an encouragement because the people that we meet today, the people that we know and meet today, they'll be those people 15, 20 years from now. So we should value those and value those um, experiences. So that was, maybe you want to try that exercise too. It was a good one for us. Well, that's what I was going to say in wrapping it up. As a, as a result of what you've heard today, first of all, the thing we would want you to do is to know that God sees and he knows you. The second thing is maybe to write down what are some things that you're pouring into your life and pouring your life into that will have eternal value. And then the third thing, thank God. Thank God that you've got opportunities to care for others and know that one day soon we'll reap what we have sown if we don't grow weary. That's right. So head up. Because God works in the meanwhile. Shoulders back. <laughs> hang in there and keep moving forward with the Father. Yeah. We sure do love you guys and hope that you've been blessed today by what you've heard. And um, you want to close us with prayer? Yeah. And, and one more time as a reminder, anybody, if you're interested in going through that 52-week journey with me and many, many more uh, to see your story in his story, we'll put that link on here as well. And uh, you're welcome to go and, and check that out. So let me, let, let's pray. Father, for everybody uh, within the sound of our voices, I pray that your word would sink into our hearts today and that uh, you'll be an encouragement and speak truth into anyone that's listening to our voice, especially if they are growing weary and doing good. You see them. You know them. Nothing they do catches you off guard. It's not a surprise to you. You see it all. Father, may the words of Jesus ring in our ears that those who are really blessed are the ones who do their acts of righteousness, not for the sake of human beings who may see them and give them an, an earthly reward, but we do them in secret because you see us in secret and you reward us uh, by your economy and not ours. And that's the best blessing of all. Father, thank you for uh, your grace. Thank you for your presence and your watch care over us. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless. See you soon.